Let's go! You are between the ropes, and we are here to shock your system with some amazing pro wrestling talk. I am Drill Sarnzi, and boy, do we got an exciting show for you this week as we are going to preview WWE's Extreme Rules premium live event that happens this Saturday night in Philadelphia, the home of Extreme. But before I can do that, I cannot do this show by myself. I must bring on my tag team partner, the anonymous GM. What is up, GM? What's happening, brother? This, this, is, a, this is a Friday afternoon show. You're, you're coming with a lot more energy than you do at a 9 p.m. show. Well, you know, it's early. I had the day off. I just listened to the entrance. And Jim, is it just me or do you bob your head every time you hear that song? Uh, it might just be you. But it's a good song. It's me. It is. It's unbelievable. And, you know, it's also our 10th episode, GM. Can you believe when we started this journey? We, 10 episodes already. 10 episodes. When did we start this? Did we start this in, uh, in July? Was it July or was it August? I don't I know. Say August. Ten episodes go goes by quick. Goes by quick when you're having fun. Yeah, having a great time. And Mike Rook, it should not be cult of personality. That song is banned from all shows that I do because fuck that guy. But we're not here to talk about him. We're here to talk about the extreme. How how excited? Well, before we get into the card, how excited for you on a scale of one to ten? for this Extreme Rules pay-per-view that's going on tomorrow night? Probably no higher than a five. Wow. To be honest. That's it, just a five? Yeah, I mean, I've been looking at the card. I've been, you know, kind of studying up on on what's going down, and I'm really only interested in probably three matches on this whole card. Wow, okay. Well, we'll run through these matches, but only three. Only three. What, what about you? Are you going? Did, did you get those, yes. uh, those USO tickets? You're going to be so in the I- crowd? I got some tickets through the USO. My unit was able to, they asked for volunteers and me and like one other person, the only one that volunteered. So we're supposed to like seat fillers is what it is. So I guess like close to the front where like the camera is. So if people get up Mm -hmm. to like go to the bathroom or get food, they want us to sit down and to, you know, so it looks full all the time. Oh, okay. So, so you're going to be, you're going to definitely be opposite the hard camera. If that, if that's the case, I, I should be, I guess I should be somewhere close. I hope. So I'm excited. That, that's pretty good. So do, do you have to like go in uniform and then when, when no, people leave, no. they just send you down a row? No, no, we don't go in uniform. Just go like normal people and just, you know, we get to, I guess, sit close. That's <laughs> That's all the information I got. I don't even have tickets. I'm on a guest list. So, you know, it should be pretty. I mean, it should be no, pretty. No, absolutely. Take, take advantage of that. That's a, that's a good Saturday night for you. Yeah. So, you know, and uh, hopefully, like, it's something with, like, WWE staff will be moving us around. So maybe, uh, I don't know, maybe I'll bump into some people, you know. It, it'll be your yeah. best sporting event all weekend. Uh, otherwise, you got the, what, the Mets and the Jets and both of those teams suck all right all right you know is your baseball team even in the playoffs? they are okay i don't remember who your team is yankee baseball buddy yankee I, baseball. I think i thought it was but you know whatever what don't worry mets sweep this weekend old prediction starts tonight all right um so let's get right right to it um brawling brutes versus imperium they're the lowest match on the card. I don't think they open up the show with that, though, to be honest. But that's, to me, the lowest match on the card. Uh, in a Donnybrook match, 
Um, what are your thoughts yeah, on this? Yeah, Johnny that, that's that's one of the three I'm looking forward to. I hope they don't pre-show them, but uh, if they do, I'd, I'd still watch it. Uh, look, any any interaction that you're going to have there with uh, Gunther and Sheamus continuing, um, they they had their one match as as we all know overseas. Um, this is a good continuation having the rest of the factions be involved. Uh, it's going to be a it's going to be a fight. And that's that's all I'm looking forward to. I'm looking for a hard hitting fight with some maybe some weapons used on the outside during the street fight, and uh, looking for red chests and lots of uh, lots of uh, chops. Yes, same as well. I, I'm looking just good old hard hitting, very snug match between the six of these, and plus you have the added factor of. Um, Oh, I can't remember his name. The bald guy on Imperium. Because they've changed his name. Yeah, they, it was Eichner, and now it's uh, Giovanni Vinci. Giovanni Vinci, right? He He's a sneaky high flyer, is is he not? Gina? Oh, he is. I mean, he, he was a Cruiserweight Classic guy back in back years ago when NXT ran that Cruiserweight Classic the first time. And mm-hmm. uh, he's he is uh, every, every bit of a high flyer, actually. Yes. So I wouldn't be surprised they have some sort of spot he jumps off and you got a bunch of big guys there in Gunther, Sheamus and um uh what's the guy Ridge and Ridge Holland to catch him. So I expect something to that effect and um I bet this is like sneaky match of the night candidate because I think people probably will go into it with very little expectations and then be surprised at how well Baltimore Ridge is probably the only guy I worry about in this match. Yeah, I mean he's still very green. He's he's kind of just big and clunky. Yeah, but the other five guys more than make up for him being so green. Um, they're just amazing. Oh, they, yeah, they can all go. Yeah, Imperium's put on amazing. I've you know amazing matches in NXT. So I, I think like I said, I I don't think this is pre-show because there's only there's one, two, three. There's like seven matches, I think. No, six. Six matches. So, and they haven't been doing pre-show in the Triple H era, if I'm not mistaken, right? Uh, I don't think so. Yeah, I haven't I haven't noticed. Yeah. But yeah, they should so be able to six fit six, six in two, three hours, six in two and a half hours, or whatever their, yeah. their runtime is. Probably three. So I, you could do six and three pretty easy. Especially, I mean, Roman's not on the card, so you don't have to, you know, set aside 10 minutes for his entrance. So oh, there's no bloodline on the card. Yes. I do. You th- now, is that why you're out of five? Because there's no bloodline on the card. No, I'm just not excited for these matches. I, I'm just looking at the card up and down. I mean, Brawling Brutes was, was one of them that I was excited for. Um, mm-hmm. And speaking of show stealers, and I think we'll we'll get there uh, during this, during this uh, episode. But um, my show stealer is going to be Riddle and... Rollins. Yeah, I think that'll probably probably will be the match of the night. But I think everyone has expectations that it will. I, I just that's the only reason why I say the Donnie Brook because I don't think people will have much expectations and then they'll be, you know, pleasantly surprised with how well the match is. Um my only right I think we talked about this last week in that every uh, every one of these matches at Extreme Rules has a stipulation. But do you think because every match has a stipulation and is it like basically all of them are no DQ matches. Do you think it's almost like too many weapons might be used and too much of, of those type of shenanigans and gimmicks in one night? 
No, I think that's what they look for, though. If if they're going to stay true to extreme rules, I think every match people are going to be looking for tables, ladders, and chairs, or at least mm-hmm. tables and chairs. And then, you know, the toolbox or the kitchen sink or random shit from the outside, kendo sticks, right? That's that's the expectation. I think the card lives up to the, up to the expectation. Okay. That's the only thing I worry about is I've been, I've been to, like I did, I went to a, a TN, an impact show and like the main event was like a Texas death match for, with uh, Mickey James and Deanna Perrazzo. But before that they had like three like gimmick matches in a row. So it's like, I've already seen so many people go through tables that when like, you know, Mickey James went through a table, it was like, you know, I can only, People are already like you know popped out by that point. That that's the only thing I worry about with so many gimmick matches on the card. But I still think it'll be pretty good. No, I mean I really only think looking at the card, you're probably only going to see a lot of that in the Donnybrook, and maybe the Don't Extreme Rules match. Let- maybe maybe the the Women's Championship match. Yeah, I would say because it's an extreme rules match. So, live and, so, live and so probably those be. two. You figure Edge and Finn Balor is going to be a longer one of one a more longer drawn out match just because it's I quit and you got to build up to uh, an I quit point. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I don't think it's going to be too much. Yeah, I know they they did definitely diversify, and it's not just all like extreme rules matches. You know, I think they did a good job. Like. So we'll get to the next match. Well, who are you pick? Well, never mind. Before we get it, who are you picking in the Donnybrook? Um, I'm gonna go Imperium. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna go Imperium. I'm I'm the same, and for the reason in that, to me, it's they are the newer faction on the block. They they need the win more than the brawling brutes do, in my opinion. What do you What do you think about? That? I, I agree. I there, there's okay. I don't know. I, it, there's no championships at all involved, um, meaning meaning on the tag side. So you, you've got Gunther. You think you'd get a Gunther Sheamus too, probably the next live event, next premium live event. But when you just have the other parts of that being Ridge and Ridge and Butch, and then Kaiser and Vinci, I don't know where where else you go from there. So. I got you. So I'm going like so both going Imperium. All right. Um, next up, the debut. Well, I guess the re-debut of Karrion Cross going against Drew McIntyre in a strap match. And we want to say this is this is Cross's first match that he's having since coming back to the, to WWE. Yep. Uh, I don't. I don't see any way Cross loses this match. Just because it is his first one back, and it's the um, the re debut, like you said, but just expecting a, another hard hitting physical match. There'll probably be some magic involved somewhere. Um, I don't know if this is the match where, if there's any tie at all with uh, White Rabbit, if if it comes out somewhere in this match. Mm-hmm. But my my concern is when Cross beats Drew. What do you do with Drew next? Yeah, so you you brought up two very good points. The White Rabbit, I was going to wait till later to bring up and ask you if this is where we finally see this White Rabbit debut and the Drew thing. Um, before I get to that, though, I'm really looking forward to 
the full like live entrance experience of Karrion Cross. Like we're gonna get for the first time because I think in SmackDown it's always like we get we haven't gotten the full entrance yet, right? We may have gotten it once, but okay, yeah. But this is the first time. Like I think we're gonna get the full NXT entrance that we had. We're gonna get the whole entrance, and I think it's gonna be absolutely fucking amazing. Um, uh, oh, in person it's gonna be, it's gonna be great. Yes, can't can't wait. Scarlet, an absolute smoke show. Cross is a beast, and th- their entrance is off the charts. Um, so you brought up the – we'll go back to the match, but you brought up the White Rabbit. It is tomorrow night. Are we finally going to see who the White Rabbit is? Or somebody, like, say that they're part of this group or whatever Whatever it's going to be? Uh, I don't know, man. There are two ways it could go. They could just draw this out again and and have it blow off at Survivor Series. Or they could actually debut whatever it is or reveal whatever it is during this pay-per-view in order to build interest to Survivor Series. So I can see it go both ways. I mean, I I think they draw it out. I think there's been so much attention to it and so much buzz around it. They they could draw it out even a little bit longer and people will still be interested. Okay. So keep keep drawing it out. That's your that's what you think that they should do. Right. I guess my thing is, I mean, how much long? Like, how much longer do you draw it out? And they, they go six more weeks. They go to Survivor Series. They go to Survivor Series, and so now you're gonna have you got to come up with twelve more QR codes with with clues and stuff, or or something. They could figure it out. Yeah, White um, Rabbit could be the 2022 gobbledygooker. That would be terrible. Oh my god. <laughs> Oh God, that would be so terrible if this—it's an egg, and a, a new egg, and it had, like we'd be so hoodwinked, we'd be so pissed. Um, <laughs> I'd actually love it. I don't know. It'd be awesome. Um, I don't. Yeah. Extreme Rules could be a good place. I just don't like where. Well, you said I don't it's, know. It's either here or Saudi or Survivor Series. Sa- uh, Saudi's. T- They're not going to uh, do it in Saudi. Saudi. It, it's just, at a weird time of day. You know, the viewership for Saudi is, is not very good live. Yes. So mm-hmm. I don't think he's going to be there. Yeah. I also think it would go over like the heads of the crowd. It wouldn't come off on like in person. No, and they might be limited with what they can do and given the, uh, the environment there. Yeah. I just, like you said, when I'm looking at this card, where, where would this potent, this white rabbit like show up? Right. I just don't. It would have to make it so that's how Cross wins. Do I see, like, there has to be, I don't know, there has to be some twist. I don't see Cross and Drew just having a clean match and then Cross touching mm-hmm. all four corners. Is that, is that what it is? A four it's a strap match? match, right? It's a strap match. I or is it just, just, just having the strap? I think it's just a strap. It's not oh, a four okay. corners match. All right, I think well it's then. just a they, they're strapped together, and then it's still pinfall or submission. Got it. Okay. Mm-hmm. And Mike Rook does bring up a good point. What's so extreme about a white rabbit? I don't know. It's just they keep pushing it off to when it's going to debut. So I just don't know. Like it seems like Extreme Rules would be a good spot, but it's like where when you debut it, where like who are they? Who are they debuting? against 
I guess is really the question, right? Whatever this, if it's Bray Wyatt, like everyone thinks it is, like when does he does he debut and he's part of Cross or or does he cost Cross? I I don't I don't know. There are, there are a lot of ways because you have to figure when when Bray Wyatt redebuts, he's coming back as like a monster face at least at first. Yeah. Well, who knows? They might want to be. He, I mean, the crowd's going to be over with him, but they still might have him debut as try and make him a heel. I, you know, I just don't know. I mean, well, maybe the White Rabbit helps out Edge against Finn in the Judgment Day, I, but who knows? I don't know. We'll get to that later. That's, I mean, those are really the only two spots I can see this White Rabbit, like the White Rabbit thing debut. Yep. Um, so you pointed another question. Um, Drew McIntyre, we both, I, I think we're both going to go on record that we think cross wins. It's his first match. You don't have this, you don't bring this guy back to lose his first match. Um, if Drew McIntyre loses now, he's lost to Roman, you know, lost a, a, a title chance at Roman. And then he loses again to now a redebuting cross. What, what do you think they do with him moving forward? If he does lose. I think they've got to eventually turn him. Wow. I, I, I don't know. I, I, I wouldn't, I don't have any idea on what they would do with him next in terms of a new feud because every feud has been done with him already. With him as a face. Yeah. And just thinking he's still attached to SmackDown. Uh, what do you have in there? Do you have him up next for for Gunther? So uh, Gunther's going to beat him too. Maybe, maybe not. I don't know. Uh, he's done the Sheamus thing already. He, I'm looking at what prospective matchups there would be for him on SmackDown, and I don't see anything other than Roman. Yeah, and that's what we've already we just did that. Exactly. So directionally, maybe he takes a break for a little bit and comes back with a little bit of repackage. Uh, it's been a while since he's been a heel. Mm-hmm. So I could see him doing that. I, I'll i say this. I liked him better when he was like a badass with Ziggler than I like his character now. When he first turned face in, what was that, late 2019, early 2020, I liked it because he still had some of the badassness from then, but now he's oh, you know, he's pandering too much ass. right now. I mean, yeah, he's he'll, yeah, he'll still kick my ass, but he's you know with the sword and the kilt and telling stories about his great uncle from Scotland. Like, uh, I'm just not into that. I just want to see badass Drew McIntyre, you know, and like you said, I just don't know what other heels are, are on SmackDown that are on his level for him to to have a any sort of program. With but at him. the same time, I think the, the main event face level on SmackDown is pretty lean too. So you have Braun. Who else? Braun and Drew? Maybe Sheamus if the, if the Brutes are faces now? I don't, I don't even know. Oh. <laughs> I couldn't tell you. Like, <laughs> it doesn't really I mean I know Roman basically is on SmackDown all the time but you know he's barely on 
He's on, what, is he on every other week? If that? Yeah, I mean, I could see if, if Owens moves over there more regularly, it could be Owens. But I, I, there's, there's a lot of pain right now if, if they're continuing to have, you know, solid delineations between face and heel. Yeah. Well, we'll see. But I, I, I think that this should be a good, another good match of two big guys beating the shit out of each other. And I hope to see some uh, leather on the chest and on the back. It, it for, should be. I mean, match. Cross gets, Cross gets criticized a lot for his ring rate, his work in the ring. Mm-hmm. I'm interested to see how he shows up. You mean when he was in NXT? Or? Right. Well, both. Not not a lot of people were have have been fans of how he how he works in the ring. Find him kind of boring. I don't. Okay. Like what? Do, what do they want this guy to do? Moonsaults off the top rope? Maybe. Like, <laughs> the guy is a fucking monster. He's there to beat the shit out of people. That you know. Look, I'm not saying I agree. But that's been that's been a lot of the uh, interwebs feedback on Cross. Uh, fuck the interwebs! Like when he was in NXT, other than Keith Lee, who who was supposed who was supposed to be his equal on NXT that should have a good match with him? That was it. Yes, so he should have been beating everybody inside of like five. That minutes. was it. I mean, Balor was there at the time. Balor had had pretty decent matches with him, but you could argue too that Balor carried those matches. Yeah, but it's also Balor. I mean, in a, if they were to fight for real, Cross would kill him in two minutes. He outweighs him by what eighty pounds. <laughs> yeah. Yep. And he says, and Rook says, Champa, Champa's it up, but the, like Cross is so much bigger than Champa. Same with like Adam Cole was there. He's so much bigger than Adam Cole. Like what? Like you know, what's he supposed to like? How is he supposed to make it believable that these little guys are beating him when you're that big? I agree. You know, I agree. Yes. Oh, here come the kids. Oh. Hi. Hi. I'm Harvard, and I'm excited because Anthony's home. Thank you. You're welcome. All right. I love you. I got to finish. Welcome. What? Thank you. Oh, here. Hold on. We got Hayden, too. What's up, dude? What are you doing? I'm doing my sh- the wrestling show. All right? Oh. All right. See you guys later. All right. What are you guys, on a, on a first-name basis over there? Yeah, what else am I? What else are you supposed to call me? You know, have him call you by your stage name. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, I'm good. Um, so, all right, I think enough with the cross and Drew, right? I think we think this should be a good match. This is one that we're in. It'll be entertaining, just because it is the, the redebut. We'll see the entrance, like you said. You got Scarlet there. I hope they have some magic elements. I hope they maybe even revisit that fireball and make it actually work. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, appreciate it for what it's worth and move on. But I don't, my biggest concern out of this is what we've been talking about. I don't know where Drew goes next. Yeah. All right. Um, next is we got Edge versus Finn in an I quit match in, I think, like you said, probably one of the longer matches of the night. Both these guys can go for a while. Um, what are you looking to see out of this out of this match? Uh, I don't know. I, I know what we're going to see. We're going to see the Mysterios involved in this somehow. And 
I, I would hope they actually tied in the AJ Styles thing that they started teasing over the past few weeks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Maybe get him involved. Do I? Who do you have quit? I think Edge ends up quitting. No way. Yeah. Yeah. Is that in his? Is that in his character? Uh, it, which is exactly why he ends up quitting. Like I think he he puts he continues to put Judgment Day over because they're not going to destroy the faction. Even though Edge's whole mission now is to destroy Judgment Day, they're not going to destroy that faction. They've invested enough into it, and it's not ready to be broken up yet. Mm-hmm. I think Edge quits. I don't know what makes him quit, but I think he ends up quitting. Wow, that is uh that's a shock. My okay, my only thing that I think would make Edge quit, like you said, Mysterios get involved. I don't think Ray You think they get Beth involved and that that's that's the only way is Beth is somehow she's ringside, Rhea grabs her and puts her into something and, you know, therefore she, you know, Edge quits because he's afraid of what they're going to do to Beth. And then you can now, look at, look at me, I'm playing Booker here. Now you have Rhea and Finn or Rhea and whoever versus Edge and Beth. At which the was Saudi supposed show. to happen all along. Yeah, which is supposed to happen but all at, along. At the Saudi show. Bam. Just I just booked you for the next month. All right. <laughs> and then you you finally have a blow off at, at Survivor Series with with Edge and Friends against Judgment Day, which which by then will include AJ Styles. There you go. Sounds great. Well then was it wouldn't Edge and Friends need more? They probably what, they it, need what, two more? Well you have Edge and Ray and Beth. Edge, Ray and, and Beth, got, so they need one more. You need one more. Because if you now if you add AJ, you already they already have enough in Judgment Day. You got you got Dominic, you got Dick Priest, you got Finn, and you got Rhea. So he need one more. Maybe AJ. There it is. And AJ teams with Edge against them. Uh, I think I think AJ's going heel. Okay, so. we'll see. But because uh, I was going to say until you brought it up, I was definitely going Finn quits because to me it's not an Edge's character, and you know they're going to Edge. Oh, put Edge over because he's going to move on to something else. I feel like, but I guess you can milk, you can milk this for another until, until survivor series. Now mm-hmm. the way, the way we just booked it. That's how I see it. So that's what you think. So you think Beth, they somehow get Beth involved and that's how. That's how, edge, that's quits. how edge either that's how Beth edge or Beth and the kids or something, something more personal to get edge to quit yeah. because he would pass out he, before he quits. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. To me, that's the only way he quits is, you have to go real personal with his family, with Beth and the kids. Like I said, to him, Ray, like even though Ray is his friend, he's he's not quitting if Ray is, you know, put in something. No. You know, just like um, it's not like uh, what Jimmy and Jay Uso, where uh, yeah, the brother and yeah, yeah, and he quit because you know he was Roman put what Jimmy in the right, yeah. So so that's why Jay quit. So. I think it, you have to go personal with this, or if but if we don't see Beth, then or the kids, then to me Finn Finn wins. But uh, this, what do you think? This match goes 20, twenty plus easy. Oh, I think so. They they've got to draw it out 
that easy 20, 20 to 30 minutes in order to get one of them in a position to, to quit. Yeah. And we, and you, you saying we def judgment day involvement and Ray yep. involvement and AJ I'm calling, I'm, I'm seeing AJ. an appearance by AJ in there. AJ and AJ appearance. A lot of appearance. <laughs> oh, there are only six matches. So you've got to, you've got to infuse people somewhere. Yes. Maybe even the white rabbit shows up. Who knows? <laughs> um, Next, which to me, this match is either going to open the show or you finish with it, is Riddle versus Seth in the fight pit. Um, with DC as guest. Yes, with Daniel Cormier as the guest referee in the cage. Um, do you Now, this will be the first time we see the fight pit on you know the main roster. I want to say the two times they had it in NXT were amazing. Um, what what are you expecting from Riddle and Seth tomorrow night in this fight pit? Uh, expecting a banger, right? but I expect I expect Riddle to win it. Wow! Wow! Another Seth loss. Uh, yeah, it's another <laughs> Seth loss, or it's a, it's another Riddle loss. Riddle just lost to him. So yeah, I, yeah, I think Riddle wins it. It's it, it's his element, but at the same time, Riddle has never won fight pit. <laughs> Riddle lost to Thatcher <laughs> in the last time. He only, well, he, yeah, he only well, he only wrestled in it once. Exactly. So he's never won it. He's open one yeah. in his his own well, quote unquote match. Well, you made it like he's wrestled in it three times. You know, well, it's you only it's like only that. happened twice, so I couldn't do that. But yeah, it, this is this is Riddle's win. Um, Cormier is the attraction in this. After all, hopefully, it's done after this. I, I'd like to see that situation be done. And I think it will be because you're you're already having the seeds with more involvement with Lashley mm-hmm. out of Seth. So I, pr- I probably see Seth. I can't see them both moving on to Lashley, but Seth moving on to Lashley again next after this. Again, haven't they wrestled twice already in the last like month on like Monday night raw? Have they? Yeah, I know. I know he wrestled. I know Seth and him. Oh, that's right. Yeah. They, they, that was two weeks ago. That was like two weeks ago, and then I want to say they wrestled again. Yeah, but neither of those were clean. So you'll see you'll see some sort of multiple man match with Lashley at some point soon in, involving Seth, and they'll continue that Seth and Seth in that angle. Okay, I to me I like Seth to win. Um, to me, he's the guy that is gonna he's your main event guy. So I think he need you know. Because eventually he he's gonna go after the gold, the gold at some point, <clears throat> and I think you have to build him up. Like he's not believable to go after the heavyweight championship if he's constantly losing at every pay per view. I, I can't tell you the last time. That, well, I guess he won he he won the last pay per view, but before that, well, I don't know the last time he won a pay per view match. So. I'm going to say because he's been beaten up by Cody at every pay-per-view before that. <laughs> yeah, but well, but even before that, he was losing it. Not even just to Cody. He was losing to whoever. I can't remember. He was losing all the time. The guy like couldn't catch a break. He was like, oh, in like 12 or something like that. Unbelievable. But um, I like Seth to to win. And I think. You're gonna see they're gonna do something off like the top of the cage, because right? Because this one, like, they're from what I remember, there are platforms around the top. So there's a yes, right? You can climb. Yep. Yeah. 
you could climb up and then both of you can stand. It's like a flat surface up there. I think they do something off of that because th- those two guys are phenomenal. Oh, absolutely. Of- you'll, you'll definitely see the floating bro off the top and you'll, you'll, you'll also see whether or not he actually executes it. The Phoenix flash. <laughs> he's never, he's never it. hits it. <laughs> he never even go. Well, he never even goes all the way. He always lands on his feet because the person moves out of the way. So, but, um, both those guys, they, they both can fucking go. And, you know, I think you're going to get tw- like 20, 25 minutes out of them too, where, you know, um, false finish after false finish and the crowd's going to be on their feet, you know, from like the five minute mark on. Oh, absolutely. Be- between, between the, uh, the fight pit match and the I quit match, that's going to be at least an hour of the show. Yeah. Probably right. It, it, probably more than that. Probably like an hour and 15 with entrances and Agreed. the video package before plus lowering the, like I said, that's why to me, the fight pit either ends the show or it's got to start because you know, you got to lower the, lower it, lower the contraption and build it around the fucking ring. You know, takes a little bit of time. So, um, so you got riddle and I got Seth. I guess we'll see. We'll see who's right. Come Saturday night. Um, Next, we finally get into our championship matches for the evening. Um, Both are terrible. Both I'm not looking forward to. So let's go. Well, let's get through them. Uh, first, we'll go on the Raw side. Um, Bianca versus Bailey in a why the fuck that? ladder match. Um, there, oh no, I'm sorry. I was looking. There was a tree branch put in front of my house, and I, I couldn't see who dragged it. And it was my wife. I was like, why, why the fuck is someone dragging their tree branch onto my fucking property? But, but anyway, I digress. Um, Bianca versus Bailey in a ladder match. Um, to me, the build to this is just uh, – first of all, why do, they, why do they need to have a ladder match, GM? Tell me. Explain to me why they need to have a ladder match. <laughs> because they need a ladder match extreme rules. That's it. Sounds about right. Uh, yeah. That's about it. Uh, this whole thing, I've said it for weeks, months even. I am so sick of the tired of the six of them. I am tired <laughs> of Belair's champion. So uh, lesser of two evils, for the love of God, just put the belt on Bailey. Let her do something, anything with it. And Damage Control has the tag titles and the championship for a period of time. Let's just get this over with and get it done. Yeah. I would like to see that, but I don't see them taking the belt off Bianca. Um, I think you're right, because like I'm watching, and they're standing there talking, and all of a sudden, like what was it? B- Bailey's like, I can beat you in any match, or Bianca said, I can beat you in any match? Is- wasn't that it? One of them said that, right? And then Bailey's like, well, then let's have a ladder match. Like, like for no fucking reason. Uh, it's, it's just to have the gimmick. I think it's just to have the gimmick. You open it up to have anybody who anybody and their mother interfere with the match. I would personally love to see Candice with an immediate heel turn and cost Belair the title. Hmm. But I mean, her husband's a face. That's right fine. Now, right? That's fine. You got you got Becky and Seth. Becky's a monster face again. Well, that's because she's away right now. No, she'll be a face when she gets back, and Seth will still yeah, be a heel because she. Yeah. Well, 
I I don't know. Um, I think that would be cool. I think you know, like you said, this is going to be another match where the you know uh, damage control will get involved. Then we'll see Oscar and Alexa, of course, get involved. Well, Oscar might be hurt. I think they just write her off or run an injury angle with her last last Monday. They did that's that's why whatever she was supposed to be in some sort of match on Monday or whatever, yep. and she she's you know injured. But I don't know if that's legit or that was just for the night. I'm not you know. Either way, we'll see. We'll see the clusterfuck of of women happen there. Hopefully, we see Bailey walk away with this thing just to get the belt off Bianca. And what's next? I don't know. Man, Naomi and Sasha have got to come back soon. I don't know. I mean, unless they're playing, unless Sasha's playing like the ultimate social media, like you know, swerve on us. Because didn't she changed her name to Mercedes Vernado, right? And then she did. She's taken. Hasn't she taken all like WWE stuff like off her like pages? She has. Yeah. Um. I I feel like you said though. Um, if because say if Bianca does win, which I think she will. What do you you know? What do you do with Bailey now? And now you who can't. Is, there's nothing. You just keep on doing this over and over and over again. Yeah. Well, that's what I mean. And then who is Bianca feuding with if she defeats Bailey? So to me, there's no one on the Raw roster that's built up enough to feud with her. Maybe we get a return. You know, like you said, maybe Sasha, because it was Ultimate Swerve, or maybe even a Charlotte Flair returns at Extreme Rules. Do you see that on Raw, though, or do you see that on SmackDown? I don't I mean, does it really matter? (laughs) It does, as long as they keep these belts separated. So you're going to jump ahead. Like, who does Ronda feud with next? I think Shayna Baszler. They've already planted the seeds, right? Haven't they been kind of tit for tat like didn't um ronda say what i don't know this Shayna baszler or whatever whatever something like that right on a episode of smackdown maybe so all i know is both women both current women's champions need to lose this belt on saturday both of them well i think one is for sure i think they're gonna stay the course with bianca um because she still gets a huge reaction with the fans and the little girls and little kids love her and I think they they're gonna stay with the EST. It's just like you said, once you do that, like Bailey, then Bailey's like done. I don't I don't need to see Bailey against her anymore. I like that. We need to end that. Like right to, to you tomorrow should be the last time they all interact, right? I hope so, but that's not gonna be the case. <laughs> No, well, like I said, if Bailey wins, then it's definitely not the case because Bianca's coming back for a rematch. No, there, there are still get... things to do. You're, you're still going to have either some combination of Asuka, Candice, and Alexa Bliss go after the tag titles. Right, You're going to see that combination unless one of those three, Alexa, Asuka, or um, Candice turn heel. Mm-hmm. You're, you're probably, as much as you want this to be the last match between Bailey and Bianca, you're probably not going to have that be the last. It's only the first one. Right. This is the first one. First one being a ladder oh, match. Okay. So there's probably at least two more one-on-one matches that happen with Bianca and oh Bailey. Oh, God. 
They've been feuding since friggin' SummerSlam with no movement. I, I'm tired I'm of it. I, I agree with you. I'm, I'm tired of all six of them. The only one I'm not tired of is Candice, and that's only because she's only been back two weeks. Yeah. Maybe, you know what? Maybe we get a debut of a group that just lost on Tuesday night. You, you wishing for Toxic too? Yes. Because to me, right? They they lost to Nikita and um oh, what's her name? Zoe Stark. Zoe Stark, right? Toxic Attraction lost, and they've they've been up on the main roster once or twice already. Um, to me, like you just put them over, you just they just put over Nikita and Zoe as the number one contenders. Like, there's no need for them to be in NXT and anymore. Like they, to me, they've done what they can do. You cannot yeah. debut Toxic in a big way without Mandy. Have Mandy show up. She still has her belt. How many times? I mean, didn't Solo Sokoa show up and then he went back down, won a belt, and then come, then came back came up? Came back without the belt. He didn't bring the belt with him. All right. Well, have Mandy show up. I'm the real champ, blah, 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 and then drop, like, you know, leave the belt in NXT next week. There are options. I yeah. just don't think it's going to happen at this pay-per-view. Mm-hmm. Yeah, probably not. I but I would love it because I'm a huge, huge toxic attraction fan. Love JC Jane and Gigi Dolan. Been following them since way, way before they were even in the developmental system for WWE. So, hope nothing for the best for them. But, um, you already alluded to this. Next, we have the SmackDown Women's Championship, and I'm assuming would probably is probably going to be the main event of the night because it is an Extreme Rules match between. Uh, your champion Liv Morgan versus Ronda Rousey. Um, do you give Liv a chance in this match just because it's an Extreme Rules match? The only way that Liv wins this match is if Shayna costs Rousey. That's the only way. And then you're having Liv walk off as champion again, which sucks. That's, that's her only chance. I don't see any other way she pulls this off. I agree. Uh, I to me the the need to have this should be a five minute match, a yes. five minute main event, and then you have your all all the extracurriculars happen. Yes, to me, Liv. I'm done with Liv being champion. I, it's not believable. She beat somehow beat Ronda. I know she beat her when she cashed in Money in the Bank, but then she beat her again. Am I am I wrong? Didn't she beat her like uh, at the at the at SummerSlam? Wasn't it Baszler? Maybe Baszler. She just she, she just beat Baszler. I think she's only beaten Ronda once. I want to say she beat her again. I'm just saying I'm tired. Liv Morgan should not be beating Shayna Baszler. She should not be beating Ronda Rousey. She should not be beating. I think she beat Natalia. She shouldn't be beating Natalia. None of it is believable. I'm sorry. And this whole. I'm a fan, like, she's still playing the I'm a fan girl. Like, I'm sorry, Liv, you've been, like, I like Liv. I've, I've liked her for a long time, but they've, like, uh, they've changed her character so many times, and now she's at the least believable of her career. No, now it feels forced. Now it feels Well, yeah, forced. but she's also, she's also at the least believable. Like, like you said, she's, she's playing this fan girl. She's been in fucking WWE for, what, hasn't she been on the main roster, like, five years now? Oh, yeah. Yep. And she's been in the system like eight. Yes. So isn't it 
to me, when you've been in the, on the main roster five years, it's been long enough. Like you're not, you're not a fangirl anymore. You're a part of the fucking show. Like, I I just don't like the character that they've done for her. I like some of the other ones that they did with her, but not not this one. And like you said, it's definitely forced that she somehow is able to pull out wins out of nowhere, like after getting her ass kicked for 10 minutes all the time. How, how many times are we going to see that match from her? That they, they keep booking her as the underdog. So, yeah, it, it, again, both women's championships should change hands. I hope Triple H comes through. Yes. I will say, though, that um, senton that she did on uh, SmackDown. Where she almost here? broke her own ass? <laughs> well, I thought she, first off, when she did it, I thought she overshot, and then she was able to correct in the air. It was, that was impressive, was it not? No, it was it? good. It was good. Is that a move that you would expect her to hit? <laughs> <laughs> it's probably one of the safer ones for her to try, right? You're not going to see her do 450s onto the table, but uh, I get, but I'm saying, did you even think that she was going to go up on top of that and then jump off to, through a table at any point? No, no. So I, I was highly impressed. And like I said, when she jumped and then kind of in midair switched, I was like, oh, I thought she was going to over shot, overshoot it. And she landed right on her. I was, holy, put her through a table. Like, holy shit. I, I was very, and the camera angle that they had on that was all, like, it was almost like the, the camera guy got taken out too. It's great. <laughs> kudos to Big them. Fan. Yes. Kudos, kudos to them. I'm going to say Rhonda wins. I don't think the fans will be happy about it though. But I don't think the fans will be happy if Liv wins either. So. No, I, I don't see the Philly fans cheering for Liz or Liv. <laughs> no, but I, I don't see them cheering for Ronda either. Do you? Of the two, probably. Yeah. But, I mean, if if the show ends with just Ronda winning and holding up the title, is I mean, is that the way to go off or does something else have, have to happen? That's assuming that, that this ends up being the main event. Right? You, you well, could think- easily put edge and Finn as the main event or the fight pit as the main event. Yeah. But I mean, don't you want it? Like women are important and they are the only two matches that have championship titles at stake. Right. So shouldn't they be the main event? One of them should and will, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Like it's, it's easy. but Roman's on the card, you know. Roman's that's the main event. You know, it's pretty easy to not, you know, t- tomorrow I don't really know what the main event will be. But like I said, if it is the women, Ronda holding up the titles, is that enough to go off the show? With? No. It, when Ronda wins, somebody is either confronting her or taking her out. So it's okay. either going to be Baszler or Charlotte. Okay. So we get a Charlotte return. Or Shayna comes out to confront her after all these um, weeks right. of uh, kind of words between them. Okay. I really don't see Charlotte involved anywhere in the whole Bailey Bianca situation. No, right. I mean, I think they need they need her back. I think they need her. They need Becky, and they need Sasha. I mean, I hope to... Charlotte comes back with Andrade. Well, you know, he did get sent home on Wednesday. So, uh, you know, you never know. But, I mean, you know, they got 90 days before he can show back up. 
So, um, yeah, I think like I do think Shark like we do need Charlotte, Becky, and Sasha. I think we do need to have them all come back a little infusion of some star power to the to the women's division just in my opinion uh, absolutely it's not not a debate it is struggling right now and where's Carmella been uh, you know I you know being you know people posting pictures claiming they're Carmella on social media that that's where she's been <laughs> I don't know she's she got married to Corey Graves and has been off TV. Ever uh, I since. mean, there there are people you could do something with to elevate, like get Alexa Bliss out of this whole situation, put her back in a main event. Well, until this feud between Bianca and Bailey's over, she ain't going anywhere. I I don't know, like you said, I don't know anyone else that. Who I mean, who else do they have? Like you said, there's Alexa, but what other? I mean, Rhea is a main event talent. She's in this. She judgment date. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, if she gets to finally work with like Beth and do do that, then that I think that's good. But she needs to eventually get out of this this feud with them, and you know, have start having matches on her own. I don't because ever since she's been a judge, I don't even know the last time she had a match. Do you remember the last time she had a match? No. Maybe did she have a match at WrestleMania? Uh, was it was it when she turned on on Nikki? Was that the last? That one? was that was way before she had a match at WrestleMania, where they she was in a ta- no she it's when she turned on Liv she turned on Liv Morgan right after WrestleMania when they lost because her and Liv were a tag team at WrestleMania. They lost, and two weeks later, she turned. Oh, and then, that's right. Nikki turned on Rhea in that feud. Yeah, and then Rhea beat the shit yep. out of her. But I want to say Liv. She turned on Liv two two weeks late, like after the match. Two weeks later, she turned on her, and then like the next pay per view, that's when she showed up, like with Edge, with part of Judgment Day, and then yeah. But she hasn't had a match since since she turned on Liv, which was right after WrestleMania. And that's, that's like, I like her in the group, but, you know, she needs to be in the main, you know, fighting for the women's championship, in my opinion. I agree, eventually. That that probably, realistically, that wasn't going to happen until after WrestleMania. Oh, pro- you're probably right. Or at least maybe after Survivor Series, that's really the only, yeah, to me, that's when maybe this whole Judgment Day thing finally culminates with Edge, and then they can start doing something else, but... And I don't know, like the other women are, I mean, Zelina, Zelina Vega hasn't, I can't tell you last time she's been on. They TV. say she might be coming back tonight as early as tonight. Okay. I mean, that's cool. I'm just saying, I haven't seen her on TV in a long time. I mean, what other women do drop Nikki? They, they don't do, they don't move the needle. Not, not as do drop if they had her as Piper Niven or Viper, maybe. Yeah just spitballing like that's like i think um Ma- once mandy re-debuts on the main roster she she's like a, she's shown she's a main event oh, they'll, they'll put the rocket on her once once they come back once she comes back to the main roster i think she's gonna get pushed big she should she's she has 
She went down to NXT and didn't take it as a demotion and has helped to elevate that women's division and make that women's championship very important. Yeah, on, on NXT, and she's probably the only one other than only one other than really Becky and Charlotte and I guess Bianca with mainstream media appeal. Yes, you're pro- you're pro- and maybe Alexa too. Oh, not the cartoon Alexa. Yeah, well, I know, but I know Alexa has some mainstream media appeal, but that's it. And, and Maurice because she's on you know Ms. and Mrs. Yeah, but she doesn't wrestle anymore. So, um. Two more things I wanted to get to before we finish, wrap up the show, uh, GM, was um, the uh, WWE made an announcement. They're switching up the announced teams. Um, how do you feel about them? Uh, well, Jimmy Smith is out. I was surprised um, by that. I didn't realize that he was – I thought he was having a good time. I didn't realize that they, uh, well, they were agreeing to part ways. That was what I was going to ask you was did you – how did you think he did – on uh, Monday, Night I think Ross. he did great. I mean, granted, your your perspective is against Adnan Burke, <laughs> right? So anybody that comes in after him is going to look like a star. But I thought he did pretty well, honestly, for the past what is it, two years? Yeah, basically, yeah, I want to say almost two yeah, years. Right, right about two years. He mm-hmm. he had energy behind the mic. He had a a credible voice uh, behind the mic. Like I thought, he he tried to learn uh, throughout. I was I'm pretty disappointed that he's going to be gone. Yeah, because I he would um he would go on busted open every you know every couple months because he also has a show on uh, Fight Nation because he does MMA so he would go on with busted open sometimes and he would talk about like I'm learning and this you know but they're very like you know they're very helpful with everything he had nothing but like glowing remarks to say and then even in his I saw on his Twitter he had nothing but glowing remarks to say about how WWE was. So I was, I was surprised. Who is who is the new Raw team? Uh, Kevin Patrick. Kevin Patrick's who the lead. The the Irish guy, Irish backstage guy. Okay. Um, I think he's Irish. Is it so? Him, Corey, and Byron. No, Byron's not on the table anymore. Byron's Byron's backstage now. Good. I'm tired of buying on the <laughs> um, And uh, yeah, yeah, it's him and Corey. That's it. So it's a two-man booth now. I I believe did, so. Let me. Or did they bring a female in? Not not to the not to the front. Okay, I thought they brought a female in. And then SmackDown, it's Cole and um and Bad News Barrett. Bad News Barrett. I'm guessing so. Is is Pat not coming back when this college game day stuff is done? Oh, he's coming back. He's coming back. He's certainly coming back. They just granted him a a break to so he could do that. Yeah. So so what are they going to have? Cole, Pat, and Barrett. If he if he goes to SmackDown, so he, he, he could very well go to Raw. Then why isn't he on Raw now? Then McAvee. Yeah, because he's doing the college game day. That's on Saturdays. He can't do Raw on Monday after that? Uh, same reason why he couldn't do SmackDown the day before. Well, I'd understand SmackDown the day before because SmackDown runs until 10 o'clock at night, and then he's got to be at game day. You know, uh, He can next- fly. He, they're all taking private jets to the next location. That, that, you know, his college game day starts at like 9 a.m. Like, who wants to do that? So I understand that. <laughs> but yeah, Getting paid $130 million will do it. Yeah. I'm just saying, I know – College football ends Saturday night. Like Sunday, 
he can do whatever and then be wherever Raw is on Monday. So maybe you're right. Maybe he does move to Raw. You know, you have Barrett and Cole, and then you got Graves, this guy, and McAfee. Maybe. I don't know. I don't see – I just don't see – like, McAfee and Cole were awesome. Like, you, to me, you don't need to – they don't need to mess with that. Like, just break – once he's done with college game, they bring him back, and then I don't know what you do with Barrett. I mean, Barrett's pretty good, too. I mean, he's – I've been pretty impressed by his announced stuff since he's – been in NXT. Yeah, I know he's good, but now you're talking about you got three guys that need to talk. And McAfee talks a lot. So when is Barrett going to talk? <laughs> if you want, McAfee is still as an announcer. I mean, McAfee could probably have some fun in a backstage role too. No, that's no. You need him on the mic all the like. He needs the more mic. The more mic time, the better for McAfee. Unless I guess what you're going to have. Then him and Barrett have a match at WrestleMania to who's going to be Michael Cole's partner. <laughs> <laughs> let's, let's not get carried away. Let's not get carried away. You don't think he's having another, he's having another match at WrestleMania GM. Come on. Yeah. I mean, you don't really, you don't think so? No, I don't think so. Please. They, they, they love it. And he, he puts on a good performance. So believe me, he's having another match at WrestleMania. That oh, is. McAfee. You're saying, I think you're talking about yeah. Barrett. No, McAfee, but McAfee versus Barrett. To see who is Cole's partner for moving forward, you know, for the moving forward oh, at WrestleMania. No. That, that's one of the suggestions I'll, I'll just keep to myself and not email out. Ah, oh, you should email it out. So, all right. Um, last thing I want to get to, and I don't really want to talk about the show. I really want to more. AEW had their three three year anniversary this past Wednesday. Are you surprised that they have lasted this long? No. Okay. No, I mean I see them I see them kicking around. I I see them still being I don't know, still being your big indie. There's mm-hmm. a big indie market. We all know it, we all see it. That as long as Tony keeps on taking his dad's money and funneling into AEW, there's no reason for them to go under. Okay. It's the, it's a it's a reasonable alternative for for people that can't cut it on the big show. <laughs> oh man, you and your little backhanded shots that you take. Um, so, so you're not su- so you okay? So you're not surprised that they're still around. Um, what do you? I mean, they've had some ups, they've had some downs. Um, I think we, I think we could both agree more, a little more down recently than in the past but no ever since tony got mind fucked by triple h taking over it's been really down yeah um is there anything that you've actually like enjoyed in the three years that they've been on thinking about it the only things that have really been enjoyable to me are the surprises Mm -hmm. but after the surprises happen it always falls off yeah so i mean yeah I'd, i'd love the debuts of of uh Cole and Danielson. I I loved initially what they were doing with Omega and the Elite. Um, I think they wasted a lot of the debuts. So they they had these big debuts for all the people that hopped over and all the hype around how they're going to be better utilized and all kinds of shit like that. And that really hasn't happened. Uh, yeah. You have Miro at catering. <laughs> they could be doing a ton more with Miro. I think WWE could be doing a ton more with Miro, but 
they're wasting him right now. Yes, hundred uh, percent. Um, I can't, uh, I can't they're, disagree. They're, they're on the verge of wasting Andrade. No, they've wasted him already. Right? He's a he's fantastic in the ring. He can't really yes. talk, but he's getting better. But they they just don't know what to do with him. And you know, you're looking you're looking back, and Sting is done at this point. I mean, he's still putting on performances, but nobody's buying tickets for Sting. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. They, they've had their moments, but nothing has been sustainable in terms of long-term storytelling. The closest they got, what I, I think was, was Adam Page's run, mm-hmm. Hangman's run. Um, they could hopefully do something better with MJF, but if you, if you got to catch up on the episode from last week, are they, going to keep on dicking around with him being like a tweener going face, like the interaction with Wheeler at the end of their match. I don't know. Like, I, I is, did, is that the best I, thing you can come up with? Well, I, they're, I think they're waiting because they're eventually going to put the belt on him. Yeah. It's just, it's just when, so they have to find something for him to do. I don't know. Like you said, MJF, even when he's done like the, oh, yeah, I'm a face, he, you know, he turned around and spit in our face immediately. You know, he always does, and that's what I expect, and that's what I want. I don't want to see him being a face. It was a little different, though, that interaction this week. It was, but it was like, why well, Why is he – MJF and his character were never shaking another guy's hand after a match. That's just not who it is. And then get pissed off that his buddies then beat him up? Like he always like when Wardlow when Wardlow was his little hench you know his heater he would he would laugh when Lord, Wardlow would start beating the shit out of somebody. Oh, I know. Then uh, Lee Moriarty runs in and beats the hell out of uh, Wheeler Yuta, and he's all of a sudden conflicted in the ring. Yeah, I didn't understand. I didn't understand that. You know, I don't. I'm not into that. I just want it, the MJF that we all love, but because he's so good being a heel, that's why. And I'm he's part of this. Him weird faction for some reason all of a sudden oh well, i don't it, know why like the firm like i don't i don't get it well it was they he's the you know i guess the leader of the group that was able that they got the casino you know the chip for him so i don't know um i was i want to just piggyback what you said the debuts were great but it was it was like too many it was like every week we were getting a surprise and because you know we debut Malachi Black, right? But then we don't do anything with him. We debut Andrade, surprise, and then like yep. you said, they don't do anything. Keith Lee, Samoa Joe, I, they yes. run down the whole the whole list. You debut <laughs> these guys, don't do anything with them. But then I've got room on my. I have all these guys, but I have room on my card to have Juice Robinson on the card, Bandito, Thunder um, Rosa. Not Thunder Rosa. Shut up. I won't let you. Thunder Rosa is an AEW, like an AEW contracted wrestler. All right. I'm talking about people that aren't AEW contracted wrestlers. They have them come in to have Minaro Suzuki, uh, you know, who I don't even. Uh, yeah. So uh, Aussie Os- Open, Will Ospreay, like all of them. Well, Ospreay, I don't mind. United Empire. The like- Os- Ospreay, I don't mind. It's these other, like, guys that aren't, like, that have zero. Like nobody cares about. Yeah, Rocky Romero. Yes, threw him out there. <laughs> what? Like, why are you having these guys take up TV time on a weekly basis when 
I have, like you said, a Miro who hasn't wrestled in I don't know how long, and you could be doing all sorts of – the guy could be like your big monster heel. Uh, and how have they not done something with Miro and Lana or CJ Perry? Like how have they not done anything with that for two years at this point? I don't know. He references her all the time in his fucking promos about how he's so thankful for his flexible wife. But does it – they don't bring her on TV? No, because they're wasting time with, with acts like the dinosaur and Tarzan and I don't mind it. Like at least those are those are AEW wrestlers. I'm talking about when I'm watching friggin' I'm watching Dynamite and I see some guy that I know I know who he is, but like he's he's not an AEW wrestler. He's a friggin', you know, some guy from Impact. Because Tony only knows how to book things like fantasy booking, and he doesn't know how to tell stories. Yeah. Like, what do I need to see the Motor City Machine Guns for on my TV? Yeah, that would, yeah, exactly. You know, um, Andrade has been a huge waste. Be- like, I-, I don't understand. Like you said, the guy's amazing in the ring, puts on – like, i seen him do things that I – didn't see him do an NXT that I'm like, I'm like, holy shit. Oh, I know. And they have Andrade and Roosh together, real life best friends, history with um, Ingo, Ingo Bernables. Mm-hmm. And they're doing nothing with them. And it's, it's gone. They, Andrade is on his way out unless they somehow fix this. Yeah. But my thing is when a guy's on my TV once a month, what, what can, what can he do? He can't build any, any sort of steam with that. Right. If, if I'm on your TV once a month? Yeah. That's and where then, that's where the House of Black is, and you see where that has gone. Well, now that's done. Now that Mal- Malachi's gone, and... Uh, we'll, see, we'll see Malachi and Andrade both in WWE within the next probably well, it's gotta 9 be, to 12 months. Yeah. Did, did Buddy Matthews uh, leave Did he leave too? too? I don't know. But, I, yeah, I mean, he's dating Rhea, so... <laughs> Which is... I understand all three of those guys going back to WWE because their significant others are on... WWE, but also, like you said, they're not being utilized properly on on the AEW roster. So, you know, um, that's and that's I think been the downfall in the last year. Once when WWE started releasing all those guys, and then AEW was signing everybody in the uh, Tony couldn't help himself. Kid yeah, in the candy store. It was like, come on, guy, and then he debut a guy. You'd see him next week wrestle, and then you wouldn't see him again for however long. Like, um, I still haven't watched. Was Soraya on TV yesterday? She was, and she actually got physical. Oh, okay, cool. I guess. Yep I'll, she I'll, uh, I'll... she and she and Britt. So they're setting up a match there. Okay. They okay. said that the A doctor, AW doctors, have cleared her for competition. Okay. All right. Well, I guess I'll I'll, I'll be watching that a little. Uh, that's interesting, right now at least, uh, and it's only interesting because I want to see what she still has in the tank. Yeah. So that's, I'm going to say there's been plenty of time, like Ruby Soho. She, they debuted her. She lost at Grand Slam and then she's been on AEW Dark since, <laughs> you know, then they what, like. What, what about, what about, not even debut, but I mean, look at what are Scorpio Sky and Ethan Page doing? Oh, yeah. They're... Dan Lambert, him and his team, American Top Team, just decided, just disappeared. The whole thing. Like, after all, every week of them on TV, that is no, never to be seen again. Yeah. What I mean, what's her face? Didn't she sign Paige Van Zandt? Paige Van Zandt, yeah. No, signed nothing. a deal with them. And she had the one match, and then we haven't seen her since. She's busy 
you know, I think she just created an OnlyFans. That's that's what she's doing now. Yeah, she's probably making more money off of that. Well, I'm sure she is. I've talked to a couple female wrestlers at like indie shows that say they make more money doing that than actually wrestling. So, you know, which is hey, good, you know, hey, good for them. However, you know, I'm not here to uh, judge how people make their money, you know. So, I think that I think that's cool. You know, I just I know WWE doesn't allow it. So some like some would be like, yeah, I would never go to WWE because I make more money just doing this instead of like actually like traveling Which is fine. and all that stuff. Yeah, good for them. Um, I mean, Matt, add to the list, Matt Cardona. I'm just thinking through Matt Cardona, Chelsea Green. Like I keep keep uh, everybody. Yeah, well, I mean, Cardona actually hustles, man. He's like he's on like all sorts of shows all the time. No, he does. I'm I'm talking back to our conversation on what AEW does with just random people oh yeah cardona showed up he had like uh, two matches and then they sent him away yep warhorse you know i it's just like i don't know it's big indie that's the thing you just got to appreciate it for big indie and i've learned to appreciate it as big indie yeah there's a lot of questionable shit that goes down and there's way too much drama because one guy can't get out of his own way Mm. but we were talking about WWE Cameron. We were we previewed um, Extreme Rules already. If you missed it, you can check us out on where you get all your podcasts: uh, Apple, Spotify. I want to say Podbean. Anywhere you get your podcasts, look for Between the Ropes. That's where you can find myself and the GM. This week's episode, Extreme Rules preview, and then next week, obviously, we will go into a review of the show and then fall like fall out from the show. And then as well as, you know, Monday night raw and all of that. Um, yeah, I, um, I do want, I didn't get to see the national scissor day. I heard it was really good. I'm excited. I got to watch that. And then I can come, I can give you a comment on it tomorrow. Uh, next week. PM. Did you watch the scissor? I did. Did you find it entertaining? Uh, mostly I, okay. I, I, again, I'm trying to appreciate it for what it is. Okay. <laughs> so uh, yeah, they had a hot crowd behind them. Um, what's his face? Max Caster love his entrance just like everybody else does. But when he's just talking on the mic, there's something that's just not there yet. Yeah. There's those guys. They're young. Like is aren't they like like aren't they both under twenty five? I I don't know Pro- probably. Yeah, I know they're young, so they'll they'll get there. Like you said, I the entrance is great. What are you doing? Nothing. <laughs> what is that noise? Is that the dog? <laughs> no idea. It sounds like uh like a paintbrush. Like you're trying to in in the water. <laughs> oh, geez. You've been driving me nuts since we were fucking eight years old. Uh, uh, all right. Um, that's all. That's all I got for this week, Jim. Any any other final thoughts before we uh, sign off? No, man. I enjoy the show on Saturday. Uh, keep on sending me some live updates from from Philly and Extreme Rules. Uh, glad that you guys are, are being treated well mm-hmm. with the USO offerings and. Thank you for your service, as as I don't say it enough. Uh, but I'm glad you, you get to take advantage of some of that and, and get to go to these events. 
Appreciate it, man. Thanks. Thank you for your support. And it's, it's, you know, just my job, man. That's all. And I, I do appreciate um, organizations like the USO who gives free take, you know, you know, giving us that WWE does, does a lot of stuff for the troops as well. They do a lot of shows. And um, if people didn't know, WWE, if you go the day of the show, they have free tickets for active duty soldiers. You just show your cat card and they will give you tickets as long as the show is not sold out. The only show that I know they don't do that for is WrestleMania, but any like SummerSlam, any pay-per-view house show, Monday Night Raw, SmackDown, you can go and get free tickets with your uh, ID, government ID card. So, you know, make sure you're taking advantage of that. And also make sure vet ticks as well. They give out free tickets all the time to stuff, you know. So I both organizations doing amazing things for our soldiers and our veterans. So thank thank you very much. Excellent plug. Yes. Um, but yeah, we will be back next week at our regularly scheduled time, Thursday, 9 p.m. Eastern time, right here on Spotify Live. You can catch us. Uh, between the ropes, going over extreme rules. What a hell of a tenth episode, huh, GM? Hell of a tenth episode. Looking forward to the weekend. Go Dolphins. I don't. Whatever. Fuck the, <laughs> screw the Commanders. All right. Carson Wentz is washed up. All right. He's done. You guys are terrible. But other than that, let's go Mets. And I hope the Yankees win too. I won't be a Yankee hater. I hope that they they're, they're due. This is their World Series year. It's going to happen. Yeah, I don't. I don't know about that, but I hope that they you know they, they can do that. Maybe the Mets can join them and they'll sweep the Mets. In the yeah, and the Mets will win the World Series against the Yankees. That'd be a hell of a time. It hasn't happened before. Yeah, I, I know. Well, maybe well, it was always the first first time for everything. All right. Um, but yeah, everyone, make sure you enjoy. Extreme Rules this weekend on Peacock. Have a great time. Enjoy all your wrestling. Support indie wrestling. And for the Anonymous GM, I'm Drew Sarnzi, and this is Between the Ropes. We'll see you guys next week. Peace. Peace.